What's up, kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback. What's good, kickback family? It is another day where you get to kick it with three of your most amazing people that you know. And if you think otherwise, I can tell you that what you could do is take off your shoes, take off your sandals, take off your flip-flops, take off your socks and go kick a brick. Because I like to think that we're three of the most amazing people in the world. Now that's not saying that other people, maybe your spouse, maybe your child, maybe your neighbor, maybe your friend is not amazing as well. I'm just letting you know, we three of the dopest people that you know. And I'm just adding ourselves to your list and if you don't have a list, then we just became the top three people. And of course, that is not including God and Jesus, because we are not blasphemous or crazy like that on this podcast. But um, usually I defer to the ladies to go first, because I was always told that ladies go first, which is also crazy to me when people say that. But who did God make first? Wow. That's a topic for another day. But my tip check today I am at like a 93 and y'all see me full of, I just, I'm not saying I usually be less of energy, but I am in a good mood because this weekend I got like a work trip coming up and I get to kick it um, with my best friend and my sister in love, um, my best friend, my brother, JP, and my sister in love in law, Jessica. And I get to kick it really, I'm really, I'm gonna tell y'all straight up on the podcast. Yes, I'm going to work in, I guess you could say I'm going to work and preach, but I'm really going to just see my goddaughter. Like, it's just nothing so precious about Giselle Marie that I'm just like, I'm really just going for her. And they just happen to be her parents. So I am feeling at a cool 93 degrees. I don't have a song for y'all today. But if I did have one, and I'm going to give y'all one anyways. It's for real. I'm so happy. That's how I'm feeling today. And that's I see. <laughs> Listen, that's going to be part of our intro for now on because I love that. <laughs> the energy and everything. Oh, I love easy singing. Yes. Amen. Thank Sabrina, Sharika, what y'all got for the people? <laughs> I mean, I just can't top that. The energy was everything. everything. Evie was coming in hot. First, he's coming in with, with, with who did God make first? No, before that, he told y'all to kick bricks. Then he told you who did God make first. And then he talking about he has not seen his goddess. She is gorgeous. She is a beautiful child. Yes. So I can get that. But the other two, I'm like, dang, you be. I'm excited to be with you guys as always. I, you know, before we started the podcast, I was telling Sabrina about how, you know, I'd be preparing for the podcast. I prepare for everything but the temp check. And then I'd be like, because I'm always thinking, oh, that's the easy part. And then I'd be like, but then how do I really feel? I don't know. So I had a moment of reflection. And, you know, I just felt like I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. And so my temp is 75. And I'm glad to be alive. And I was thinking of a song. And, you know, I'm like, I just feel like it's an ordinary day. So I was thinking about Vanessa Carlton's Ordinary Day, and I was like, oh, this could be my Love song. It. And then I'm like, looking at the words, just a boy, just an ordinary boy. I'm like, no, maybe <laughs> not. I just stick to the first two lines, just a day, just an ordinary day. And the rest of the song, not really where I'm at, but I'll just stick to those two lines. <laughs> Sabrina, how are you? 
I am also 75 and alive. I love how you and Evie are throwing out all these like one-liners that we can use and loop back into our editing at some point. Hilarious and solid. Uh, Evie suggested this album to us a while back because Evie, if y'all don't know this, he's just like the cool popular kid. He knows all the trends and it's just up to date. I am not. I listen to Elevation every once in a while on a Sunday, especially if I'm traveling, honestly, sometimes when I'm not traveling. But I didn't even know that they had a new album. So Evie, I took you up on your uh, recommends and I listened to Lion and it's so good. And my temperature really matches their song Dancing. And I know you guys are probably like, of course, Sabrina, you would choose that song. But it's it reminds me of that song that used to be really popular. Um, Blessed be the name of the Lord, right? The, that song has that line it line in it that says, when the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say. And mm. dancing kind of echoes that because I think it's really easy for any of us to be thankful for people in our life that we love or to thank God for the good times. But it's really the hard times, right? Where your faith shines through and where that perseverance shines through. So my line or my verse from this song says, dancing on the mountain of a victory, dancing through the valley of a broken dream, dancing on the plains of the in-between. Amen. If it's Jesus and me, I won't stop dancing. They say if it's you and me because the Jesus is understood, but you know, I don't, I don't know if the Jesus is understood for the people on the patch. So that's why I changed your lyrics. Uh, Pastor Steve, don't come for me. If it's Jesus and me, I won't stop dancing. And I'm just reflecting on like the different seasons of my life or whatever. And that was just something that I wanted to sing to the Lord and just let be my testimony for this season. Like, it doesn't matter if, if life is taking a different direction than I thought or whatever, if I'm in between, you know, a victory or a broken dream, or I'm going to be stepping with the Lord. So that's my temperature. I do want to take a tiny side tangent though, because I was at the dance studio yesterday, speaking of dancing, and I heard this song. I told you guys I'm old. I don't always know the newest songs or whatever. And the beat was so cool. And the girl's voice was like so chill. And I came home and I was like, Doug, I have to share this choreography. Like it's dope. The song's so nice. And he was like, that's Billie Eilish. I said her name right, right guys? Mm -hmm. Billie Eilish. And the song lyrics, uh, I'm not, well, I'll say the first part. Can't take it back what, once it's been set in motion. You know, I love to rub it in like lotion. That's my first pause because I dance to this verse over and over and I never heard that part. I'm like, what we rubbing? Only thing I'd be rubbing in like lotion is actual lotion because your girl okay. be ashy, especially in the wintertime. If you only pray on Sunday, could you come my way on Monday? Billy. Oh no. <laughs> I remember when we were doing like it was a contemporary dance class. I remember doing it and just hearing the word pray and being like, oh, is this a Christian song? Look at me, caught up. And then the last long, because I like to do the things God doesn't approve of if she saw us. I'm like, what? <laughs> so Doug saved me from looking a hot mess. Like I feel like as Christians, we're ministers, whether we get paid full time from a church or not, like it's always full time if you're proclaiming the name of Christ in the outwards and open. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad my husband saved me from posting that. I like Billie Eilish's voice though. So I might look into some of her other work because you guys, that song, the beat, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so that's my vibe. I'm just dancing through life. <laughs> Definitely. Sabrina, um, I'll, I'll say for you, well, not just for you, because I know you're an avid um, 
are, you're an artist, so you will pay attention to a lot of different things, especially when you're listening to certain things, but probably hit up Jessica from the one that we both have a common knowledge of who she is, Port okay. Charlotte. Um, and she might give you some reference of what album maybe or what songs to listen to first, just because I know she, from what I remember, I think she's a big fan of Billy as well. But don't oh, yeah, yeah, I'll hit her up on Snapchat right now. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so old. I don't be knowing no new songs. No, Sharika, I... you, you were telling us before we started that you knew a song that had a bed creak in it. Uh-huh. Trying to act innocent. But that's an old song. It's a very old. She tried me. I did. It's a very old song. That's it's, a, it's not a new song. It's an old song. That's what I'm saying. I think that there's a new song that they use the same music to or but it's I don't know the new song, which neither one of them are great songs. So none of y'all even entertain that. You probably know what it is and because you're on the TikToks and I'm not on the TikTok like that. I had somebody was telling me about it and I'm like, oh, that's this old song. And they're like, oh, no, it's this other song. But so I guess it's a new thing coming out. I'm old. I know I'm not really old. People tell me, oh, you're not that old. You're not old. I feel old. I'm, I have an old, like, I'm starting to get old. Like, we're like, I don't want to be doing the new things. I don't, I'm not on the TikToks. I'm not trying to hear no new songs. I like the old songs that I liked when I was in the 90s and the early 2000s. That's my era with the songs. Every once in a while, a new song may come my way that I like, but very, that's very few and far between. I need to get, I need to get my life together and, and I, I need to just get with the times, you know, I don't want to be one of those old crafty people that are like, man, they don't want to learn nothing new. They don't want to do nothing new. They all stuck in their old ways, but it is very comfortable over here. So, but I, this is my encouragement. I'm going to start taking EB up on his suggestions because he's always into the new things. He knows what's popping. So I'm going to start taking you up. I felt bad when Sabrina's like, I listened to EB's suggestion. Aw. You're good. You be trying to put us on though, EB, and I do appreciate that. I'm here for the people. <laughs> so this week, guys, we're going to talk about spring break slash vacationing, whichever what, what works for you. I know that is the time. This is the season. Um, here in Florida, our county just came off of spring break. Last week was spring break. So a lot of people were out of school, out of work love the traffic during spring break if you're still going to work and you ain't taking spring break best time of the year the two my two favorite times like around christmas time and spring break because the traffic is light people are off but i wanted to talk to you guys and ask you guys did when you were growing up like as a kid and there was spring break at school did you did you guys stay local? Did you guys travel? What were what was spring break like for you guys growing up? Ooh, as a kid, um, I'll start off this one just because mine isn't that long. But as a kid, um, mostly our spring breaks were similar to, and I hopefully well, we might get into it in our summer episode when the summer comes. But it was mostly just make maybe taking a trip to Haiti or going to see a relative somewhere in the state. And um, for people who know me, that's why you probably always hear like, I'm going to see family or I have a great love. Um, and I don't say other people don't, but one of the reasons I think I really enjoy or love spending time with my family is because of the amount of time we spent time with family growing up, um, whether it be our immediate family at the house or it'll be going to um, Haiti back home or maybe going to Miami to spend time at my Auntie Mari house. Or a lot of times, 
actually um, went to a, a camp, a Boys and Girls Club camp um, at our, our local Boys and Girls Club in Winter Haven. We have a camp right outside of Lake Wells, where at first as a kid, I thought we went on this long bus ride, but it was really only like 25, 30 minutes away as I got older. And I'm like, oh, it's right there. That's I think we went somewhere far because, you know, as a kid, you just knock uh -huh. out right when you hop in, a, you know, after a long day. But that was our spring breaks because our Boys and Girls Club were kind of shut down and everybody would go to camp. And if you wasn't one of the ones who went to camp, you had to figure out your own stuff um for that spring break week but that was our boys and girls club so to speak one of the trips so it was usually spring break at camp or at a relative a, a family member's house or on the lovely beautiful island of haiti that's all i had wow y'all y'all going to haiti on the spring break I know, even the, the, I it's that. Just, i'm like okay I, I can understand the summer but they're like oh spring break week we in haiti wow yeah, we really enjoyed ourselves. And that's why I think that's another reason I think I love traveling because it was just always something that my parents mm -hmm. um, did with us. So for me, what did we do for spring? This is trash because as a kid, I don't really remember a lot of spring breaks. I feel as though if we were doing anything for spring break, I feel like we might have went to visit family, probably like maybe New York, because we had family in New York, cousins and all that. So we would drive there pretty often, sometimes in the summer, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas. So I feel like if we went anywhere, we probably went to New York or we probably stayed home. Um, luckily for us, my mom was a school teacher, so she would be off during the spring break. So uh, my dad probably would be working if he didn't take off and we didn't go away. So I don't really remember spring break as a kid. So I'm just only guessing that either we stayed home or went to, or went to New York. I feel trash though. Sabrina, what did you do growing up as a kid for spring break? Oh, uh, don't feel trash, Sharika, because <laughs> ours was sort of similar. And it's just about like having that time to reset, right? And it's kind of like a little Sabbath for school. That mm -hmm. and Christmas break, well, summer break was a big time one, but um, that was like a nice little reset. So my mom is also a teacher and we kind of went with the school schedule uh so that would involve um just honestly doing stuff to help her out in the classroom sometimes like if she Aww. needed to rearrange or do little decorations and my church something the church i uh was a part of growing up was very good at was like youth programs and a lot of times some huge program would coincide with our spring break so mm. it would either be at the tail end or the beginning of it so I'd be going off to like a big annual youth event and like get a reset and see like friends and have these opportunities to minister through music and the arts. And that was really fun. And like go over to friend's house, ride bikes. We rarely went somewhere as a family, but as individuals, like I remember the first time I went to Raleigh, North Carolina in fourth grade, it was with my best friend at the time, Brittany. We went to Raleigh with her family and visited her grandmother. And I remember it felt like a big deal because I got to like mm -hmm. go with our friends. So little things like that. Other things were reserved, like family trips were definitely reserved for the summer. Now that you say that, I don't remember if we did that, but I do remember a lot of times VBS used to be the week of spring break. I don't mm -hmm. remember specifically going, but I remember that a lot of churches would have VBS that week of spring break. So, you know, you yeah. could go to a, a church or something. Some of them had like all day VBS, not just in the night. And so a lot of churches did that. 
for during spring break week. I can't, like I said, I can't specifically remember us participating. I do remember going to VBS. I just don't remember if it was during spring break. But when you said a lot of churches and activities, that, that did re- remind me that. Oh, yeah. My church, sometimes spring break would be aligned with Easter weekend as well. So, oh, you thought you had spring break because back in the day we had Sunday morning church, Sunday evening church, and it wasn't like an optional feeling. It was like when that van come, my mom's like, bye, (laughs) y'all better hop on the van. And then Wednesday night church. But then for Easter week, it was everyday church. So it was like, you're going to hear me say dang, but this isn't the spirit of the 33 year old saying dang. This is the spirit of like the 12, 13, 10 year old being like, dang. I got to go to, and then there was no like children's church in the evening. So you got to sit in the big people service. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really a vibe. Pastor wasn't always bringing it in a way that was like keeping our attention, but I was faithful and I I guess it worked out because I'm still walking with the Lord today. So (laughs) (laughs) amen to that. (laughs) So when you like got a little older high school, I feel like that's when people start really kind of getting into spring break if you weren't. I think like when, as younger kid, you probably did more family stuff or people did a lot more family stuff. But I felt like when people started getting into high school, that's I think when they started doing more friends spring break activities and things like that. I would tell you my spring break activity at high school. I had one that I recall. My senior year, we went to Panama City for spring break. I was going to a private school at the time. We had chaperones. What they were chaperoning, I don't know because I don't recall seeing them much of the time. People were out there wilding and just doing all the things. People were getting piercings all over their bodies in all kinds of places. People were drinking and acting the fool. You know me, I was saved and sanctified. You know, I wasn't partaking in any of the things. But um, yeah, that was the only like spring break activity that I was on. And it was a school trip. And you would think that, well, I guess, I don't know. I would have thought, especially if I was a parent, oh, it's a school trip. They're going to be monitoring my child. They're going to make sure these children are doing what they're supposed to them chaperones was on their own spring break because I didn't see them and I didn't know what they were doing. What about you guys? Did y'all have any spring break activities as as high schoolers? I had a few different things, especially in those four years of high school, but I don't know how I would have responded to a school, I guess a school sponsored i'm guessing that's what it was right because you said you had chaperones and it was a school trip yeah we went it was teachers some of the teachers took us to on spring break like a sponsored trip for spring break like i don't even know how i would feel about that like good bad or indifferent right now just thinking like yeah i'm really not worried about y'all like what you gonna do write me up when we get back like i'm on i'm on break like you ain't writing me up like i'm this vacation like this like telling somebody to clock in when they on vacation that's not gonna happen like you out of luck but for me, a few of the things I think we kind of mentioned a little bit, but like our church, is, and we all go to the same church, but people that don't know, um, we would have like sometimes spring break will fall or coincide with like a youth conference. And we'll have like our youth councils, depending on how it worked out. It might be that weekend. You're like, oh man, my whole 
spring break weekend is going to be done and over with because I really only got Monday to Thursday. But all the friends say that they going out Friday and Saturday because that's just what people do. Being close to our lovely beaches of Tampa, St. Pete and Clearwater, uh, when I got junior and senior year, that would be some of our day trips to the beach because we just know how crowded and crazy um, it could be. And sometimes it was like this is one of the first times that you get to go and it's not like a family function or mom and dad is there or older brothers or older sisters, just a group of friends where one of the friends got a vehicle and you're just like, we hanging out, you know, and I know some of you guys are crazy. I don't say crazy, stressing over like gas prices, but as a kid, that wasn't even a thing. It was just like everybody had their own little two, three dollars. You might have chipped in. You might not have. Nobody wasn't asking you for gas money. It was just like he was just getting there and having a great time. Um, so that was part of it. And then the other thing for me was depending on the years, um, that was sometimes basketball because after high school basketball was over in February, like travel basketball would start in March and it'll go up through August. So it was if it, sometimes during spring break, that's when we had tournaments in different parts of um, the, the, the state, like either the state or across the nation, just depending on where our tournament was at that time. So that's how my stuff, I guess, kind of played out in high school. Um, before Sabrina, you go, I was wanted to say, because Evie said something that reminded me at this time I was living in Georgia. So I wasn't even living in Florida. And when they took us to spring break and people weren't even, I think they had probably like a vehicle, maybe buses or vans, but people were able to drive their own cars. I'm like, this is where I, it, this was a setup from the, like, they wasn't ready. For, like they really wasn't ready to be watching nobody. If they letting kids drive their own cars. How would y'all feel if your kid came back with their nipples pierced after spring break? I'm like, this is just a bit too much for me. I wasn't ready for it because, you know, like I was not. I, I, listen, I knew the parents I was coming home to. I was I'm right. not out there like that. I know that's right. My mom was all about us having, you know, those memories with friends, but they were always parent sponsored events and she knew the parents. Like when I went to Raleigh, I mean, like I said, we were going to see a grandma. That was the excitement of the trip. Like I never in high school had a spring break where my mom was like, oh, so-and-so has their little vehicle hop in, see you in four days. Like that was not an option. I, I think I told the podcast already that senior year, like after graduation, a lot of my friends, there was like a big party and a lot of my friends went and my mom was like, okay, well, come back to the house, say hey to everybody in the family, then I'll take you back out there. Because I didn't get my permit until I was like 20, 20 or something like that. I was a late bloomer with that sort of thing. But I feel like that was my parents' game because once I got home and everything was said and done, I was like, hey, mom, I'm ready. And she was like, I'm not taking you all the way back out to Nashville. And that's how I spent my graduation night senior year, crying on the couch because my mom was not taking me to that party. And some of my close friends went on a senior cruise and I was not going on that. Cause it was, and looking back, I'm glad because it was stuff that just didn't coincide with who I am. And it was probably for the best. That's all I'll say. <laughs> looking at everybody's life and how things turned out. Uh, but senior, I mean, but high school spring breaks kind of similar to EV because I, I was about to say I served, you know, you've been working on the church too long. I was about to say <laughs> when I served on the cheerleading team, <laughs> <laughs> not that chilling team that was not that kind of service uh but yeah we would go with the basketball team for travel events or even like if it was a musical season it just depends on like they just took advantage of that time to have more rehearsals and stuff like that I um man 
I, I, I just... I'm just really looking back as like, I mean, I don't think my parents probably knew the situation. I think when you think you're sending your kid on a school trip, it's, I don't know, maybe they did not, but yeah, I, you're right, Sabrina. Some things you just be like, oh, I shouldn't have been there. I should have been. Oh. I think as a parent, yeah, you're going to trust the adult somewhere, but you're not ignorant and to like mm-hmm. how the world, I think ultimately it's about trusting your kid right yeah. because it's like hopefully you'll raise the type of child or Sharika I'm thinking your parents felt like yeah those people might be a hot mess but I know who's not gonna be you may never lie <laughs> that's that you part never lie. I was like I think I told this story before too but when my 10th grade class went to Italy they signed the papers well they mm. gave parents the option to say if they could drink or not because the legal age over there is 16 and my mom definitely signed the paper yes and I'm thinking what I did not take a drink I felt like it was a trick she was like because you know what to do I'm like girl she could have just signed no she was like you know what to do (laughs) like what do I do you said I could so I think yeah with spring break it's easy to say what we will do before we have a kid because you really don't know but I'd like to think I would give my kid that same type of Mm. free will opportunity that's what I'll call it because that is how that really prepares them for the real world because when they get out of your house they're going to be in that fishbowl being able to make those choices on their own so anyway that was so off topic but no that's true no that's part of it just that sense of like just connecting those stories of sometimes you got some parents who give you that free will to make the best decision that you know you need to make or the way that I raised you up and others who give you that will of hey if you want to walk down the path of destruction go ahead I'll encourage it and I'll even aid it and some who won't even give you that opportunity it was like don't play with me like we're not even gonna go down this lane um if that's how you want to act and that's how you want to respond you know go ahead get knocked across your head get knocked across the side of your head real quick um and you know it some days you try to avoid those at all costs Man, I'm, I mean, I'm just here thinking about like these, this, this is like, that, how do you, it's like, how do you be a parent? Like, not that, I mean, I'm just thinking here, like, what would I do? I mean, I want to be the type of parent that's like, yeah, go out there. I've raised you right. But I'm also in the, my heart of heart, I'd be like, I don't want you to be out in these opportunities. I mean, but at the end of the day, like I'm at my senior year, the next very next year, I potentially could be out of the house in college whatever like at some point you gotta push your kids out there and let them make their own decisions and choices and they gotta live with the consequences of those decisions and choices that's the part they gotta live with the consequences (laughs) i ain't raising your kid i ain't paying your bail if you got money in the bank i will get it to the jail but your consequence (laughs) you did the action like i at this point in my life my vision of how I would parent in a spring break situation is if you're still in high school living under my house, it's parent trips only. Mm. Now, every kid is different and we don't know. You might you might bring a soul into this world and they are just, you. once you see them and how they are at, as a senior, you're, you just totally trust and you know their friends and you're like, yes, you and Bobby can go to X Beach two hours away by yourself. But right now, the vibe is parent trips only you gonna be grown soon and at that time yeah you can go on your friendship but under my roof is parent trips only for me what about you eb 
And what do you think, what would you suggest for Gabri Gabrielle Marie? <laughs> no, Giselle. Giselle, Giselle. Giselle Marie? She going on a spring trip, trip by herself or no? I think for me, it would depend on what if I think all of them will be a case by case basis. Like if mm. it's a solo trip and it's like, oh, it's me and my homegirls, no, nah, that's dead. Um, <laughs> if it's me, my homegirls and their family and we're going to X place, definitely strongly considering that. And I'll, you know, I, now granted, the parents gonna have to figure out what they want to do with their daughter. But if it was my child, me and Judith, it's definitely going to be who are you with? How well do we know them type of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going to be the, I, I guess I'll say that'll set the foundation. And also in the best way, I'm going to try my best to give my child, son or daughter, the best experiences that we can. And we're going to do a lot of trips during spring break. If they're not doing BBSs or if they don't got some other extracurricular activity going on, like swimming or track or basketball or any other thing that they truly enjoy for themselves, whatever they feel like, even if it's not, nah, I just want to stay in my room and leave me alone for spring break. Cause we have kids that that's what, that's the way they vibe as well. And they like that, I guess that privacy, um, so to speak, now granted, you probably gonna have no privacy in my home. Cause it's my home. You have privacy okay. when you start paying bills and you live somewhere else. But I do know some people that's out there that's like that. So probably, probably a no go, not on no solo. Um, because it'll definitely be sharing location of phones, me oh, checking man. in. Remember, we like, used to do stuff without phones where your parents couldn't just call you. They can't they call you, they can't check in on you, they don't know where you were at, they can't call nobody else for you. It's just like you gotta call them to we had to call to check in. That's what how we told our location because you was calling from your cousin house or your auntie house or your friend house. Hey mom, just a heads up, I'm at blank. And then they'll see it come up on their caller ID if they phone, if your phones were set up that way. Or they'll be like, oh, let me talk to them. Oh, they're not home. They at work. Oh, so y'all over there by yourself? Oh, okay. Uh, bring your butt home or I'm coming to get you now. And that changes the whole mood. And now you don't got a whooping for going to your cousin's house because and they mom and daddy wasn't home. Like I'm like, what? Like, that's my people's. And my mom and daddy didn't really play that. They always had to kind of know where we were at. Like they would leave notes on the table of like, hey. Here's your money to order pizza, or here's your money if somebody comes here with a car to go to McDonald's. But please don't open my door for anybody. Like that was like the notes on the table, you know. And that's all my and I say older siblings. I'm the youngest at 13, but that's what the message my older siblings used to get when they're walking out the door for work. It was like, hey, I left money on the counter, and that was definitely a thing for some spring breaks that we weren't taking no trips because they were still going to work, and it was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I got it got food on the counter or food on the stove, get it or Hey, I left money for y'all to order pizza. Y'all can pay the delivery man. Cause it wasn't no Uber Eats, DoorDash, all that crazy stuff that some of y'all kids got these days. Like it was real deal calling and making sure you have the money when they come. And then you got some drivers who used to play you and be like, well, I ain't got no change. So now they, they forcing the tip. Well, you thought you was going to be able to keep some of your mommy and daddy money and get you probably a snack at the stove or get your own personalized drink. And then the, you know, the delivery man was like, I don't have change. Thank you for the tip. But now I got old. I'm like, man, we used to get played as kids. Um, Unless my brothers were lying to me. <laughs> they probably was lying to me. They probably still got the money. That's probably what happened. Damn, I we just realized. Y'all, I don't even door dash. I was just like, yeah, got, anyway, that's me here, not there. Um, but I just, y'all gonna have to pray my strength because if the Lord ever blesses with me with a child, I just feel as though I have a, a takeover uh, spirit 
I feel like I have a controlling spirit and I need to be freed from that because I that's not I don't want to do that to a child but I just be like oh all the things out there so let's move on to college how was your college spring break For me, it was, I had a, I guess I'll say a non-traditional um, college experience for some people. And I say non-traditional um, in a way of, for, for me to get my, what someone consider your four-year degree or your bachelor's degree, it took me eight years to get that. And I was like on and off. So through my college years or attending school, I didn't really have like that, hey, let's slide to Panama City or hey, let's slide to Destin or hey, let's slide to Miami. Now, granted, I did that during some of those years, but it wasn't like a college type spring break. Right. It was me being an adult who was working and who was kicking it with my homies and I just happened to be co in college. Now, as I got older, it became, as some of you know, work and it became vacation Bible school because like, hey, all of y'all out of school and this is what we about to do. But I was still going to school on other days. So I didn't really have a, a normal um, college spring break experience. Like those Stoback BET spring fling days, I never had those. I didn't have I didn't have those moments. Wow, that is a throwback. I do remember those like MTV, BET things that you would watch on TV. Yeah, that was never my life. I kind of, similar to you, EB, actually, I like, never went i did community college my for my associates and then i was in another world so i did my i never really stayed on campus like had the regular college life like that so i never really went on any spring break trips or did anything like that actually you know what i did spring missions that's what i did was doing ministry at, in the springtime that was my spring break I was not doing any spring break trips, going wild, girls going wild, or whoever, whatever was going on. Nope. I was doing mission trips and things of that nature when I was in college or whatever. So I don't really have any of those fun spring break experiences or that college campus likes us to share about. Sabrina, what about you? I could say differently since I went to a big university, uh, but I can't because uh, I don't know what else. Well, I know what I was thinking. I wanted the job that I used to have, and I was like, I need to give them all my time. So every spring break, I was doing some type of missions or like the big event that I went to when I was a kid. Uh, I was now running some of the programs during that event while I was a full-time college student. So I would be preparing for that or traveling for that and running rehearsals and my sorority sisters would have like these amazing trips they come down to florida my sorority has an event called blue and white all that i never went but i really regret it because the university also had a lot of spring break opportunities that i just didn't take advantage of because i was doing my little church girl thing don't regret being christian i just regret feeling like i needed to do all of that then you know, I know we don't know when our last day on earth is, but golly, I got some time. I like to think I did. And that was my time to shine. And I didn't take, I didn't take advantage of it. So I was like, you, Sharika, the mission trip or helping out at some type of event with my church for the most part. The first college I went to was in Kentucky. That was not a big university. It was a private Christian university. And during spring break, I would travel with the choir 
uh, what they called songsters or the band who always had like a trip during that time. And that was the time that they were reminding people that I was black, just in case they didn't want to ask me. <laughs> yes. Did I not tell that story on the pod? When she I passed, told, I've heard it, but I don't know if you told it on the pod. When she passed around the little sheet to, for everybody to check their spelling on their name, beside my name of parentheses, they definitely said black. And I was like, oh, everybody whispering, why Sabrina, why does it say? I went up to her after, and I loved her. She was one of my private lessons teachers. And she was just like, oh, well, you know, some of the places we're going, they would just want to be warned if they would be housing, you know, she couldn't, she could barely get the word out. And I'm like, but we're only going to churches. See, I should have known then that I would be done with that, mm-hmm. done with that ministry, <laughs> that the form of that ministry with those people, because not much changed as I, as I uh, did, got more and more involved, but that's what it was. One spring break, I went to Chicago, though, because some of my friends um, from that church were from there, and we had a little time on the weekend, so we went there and stayed at their house, and that was nice, but no girls gone wild for me. Mm-mm. Wow, that story gets me every time. Not they needed to be warned. She literally used those terms. I wish I was trying to make it more wow. dramatic, but I am not. Just imagine what that feels like. I know this is not this episode, but just any of you listening, just imagine being in a room where you're like probably one of two. No, I was the only one of my type. There was a, a, a person who had, I think they were like had some thing from the continent of Asia in them as well. But like the only person with this much melanin as I do. And for, for those who don't know me, I'm not like a light skinned black person. I'm, you know, pretty chocolate. Uh, my complexion is pretty like dark chocolate and just imagine what that feels like if parentheses the color of your skin is in parentheses and everybody can see it before you can see it yeah but this at is your place of education at, your, at school and your place of education at that was a group that was my place of worship too right mm. so it's like a double whammy and we're going to churches to minister um but that being said, when I say, oh, no, girl, got, girl's gone wild for me, I'm not saying I wanted to make bad choices that would impact the rest of my life, but I don't see anything wrong, especially in college, go studying abroad for a week or going to the beach with your friends. Like some of those memories are yeah. amazing. Even now, me and Sharice have joked about like taking a girl's trip where you're wearing matching outfits and just doing the things. And now we're, we're older, we're tired. We got to be having a conversation of what's the budget looking like when you're young, you're dumb. You don't care what the budget is. Like so many times we were so broke. You, you don't care. My sorority sisters would go to Florida, barely a penny to their name, but they just have the best time. So, yeah. Girl, I was just like, yes, we should do it. And then when you said, what's the budget looking? I was like, yeah, well, yeah, what's the budget looking like? Yeah, adult spring break. First of all, we don't even got it. And... <laughs> My goodness, I, I I often wish that I had those moments. Like you said, yeah, I'm not doing, I don't need to be out partying and doing all the things, but yes, a nice trip on the beach and just hanging out, driving down somebody's long road with some good music, singing to the top of your lungs. Like that's my idea of a good time. So yeah, I, um, dang, I, I do wish I had some more of those moments, but and I was going to encourage us to take some of those moments, but when you said, what's that budget looking like? I'm like, yeah, what's that budget looking like? You know, Europe really gets it right. They get so much more vacation because, well, I guess I could do this, but 
our goals just right now don't align with it. But if I could take a spring break as an adult, I totally would. And for me, it would be an all-inclusive vacation every time. I can use every other time to travel this place and that and fill up our little, you know, United States map. But a spring break, an all-inclusive anywhere, give that to me. Ah, That's one of my goals. I've never been to all-inclusive, so I really want to do that one. So whether this is someplace you've actually been or just in your mind, what do you think or what to you is like a top spring break location? I'll let you talk, Evie, since we we were oh, I was like, I'm just picking, I'm picking two <laughs> quick ones. One that I really like, well, dang, I lie, I'm picking three. Um, <laughs> Zanzibar, I want to go Ooh. back there on the coast of Tanzania. Um, I felt like that day trip that we did was a, a tease. Um, and now I'd be watching like videos of, you know, how you go somewhere, you start looking at stuff or you talk about it and then your phone listening to you. So you see more stuff on it because mm. of algorithms and because of your phone listening to you. So I started to just see different stuff that's there. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, oh, we saw that on the beach, but I didn't know it was just like right there. I thought it was just like a special thing or event going on, but it looked like that's a tour for those. So Zanzibar on the coast of Tanzania, I definitely want to do that. I definitely want to do anything in that I guess Pacific type island area, whether it be the Maldives or Bora Bora, which is like the same thing, French Polynesia, like anything remotely close to that. Fiji, it can be any of those. Anything in that area, I'm down to do. And for the Caribbean, um, always wanted to do Aruba. Um, so those are three that's on my wish list. Hopefully, some happen mm-hmm. sooner than the others. See, you see how this is how EB living. You know what I was thinking? Miami. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Not that I want to, I honestly probably wouldn't. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't, I was going to say, not that I really, really want to be in Miami. I was thinking Daytona and Miami. When I think of spring break locations, neither one I want to be at during spring break because I don't really like being around a lot of people doing a lot of stupid stuff. I don't really want to go out there but i feel like if there's a spring break break vibe i don't know if daytona as much as it used to but like growing up everyone used to talk about going to daytona and uh miami but i i won't be there during those times just not i don't want to be caught up or swept away in the foolishness not that i would go along with it but you know you be in the wrong places next minute there's a fight around you. You who knows what's going on. So I won't be there. But I, when I think of top top spring break locations, I'm thinking Daytona, Miami. Yeah, Miami. They just post. Well, <laughs> I'm saying Miami as a collective, but I saw an article where they were saying Miami said we don't want spring break here. Don't spring break here because there's so many shootings. Don't. Dang. Oh, sorry, I'm like bringing my husband to the pod, but. We were there for something. Maybe it was something with my former job, and it was like the spring break time. And there was a shooting that that night. I know, and people were rushing. Do you remember that day? Yeah. He's talking about some nip. But I just remember being right on the beach in a dark alley, and people were probably just living their life, but feeling very unsafe. I don't like people walking behind me with heavy clothing on. I was like, Mm-mm, we need to, we need to just go home. So when it comes to my ideal location, honestly, anywhere that I can just go and relax. And if it's an all-inclusive place, even better. Yep. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more of the low-key relaxation type thing. Low, not a lot of people. Yeah. I'm not trying to go to a museum or anything like that. 
I'm not trying to be doing all that. I'm just literally trying to hike, zip line, bike, sit on the beach, you know, ride some horses through the mountains, something more like that. I don't want an educational vibe, nothing. I just want to relax. <laughs> that, yes. Thank you, Sabrina. That leads us into our next question. I'll go. My top spring break activities would be as well, I'm not even hiking. I feel like hiking is almost too much work for me. I'm sitting on the beach. I am eating at nice restaurants. I am at the poolside. I am taking a nap. I am just really being a beach bum if, in the truest sense of the words. I'm relaxing, I'm eating, I am resting. Um, yeah, I don't want to see, I'm not trying to learn nothing new. I'm not trying to see no, you know, ruins or no, no, uh, museums. I don't even, I don't want to hike. I just want to have a good time and relax, sing music, sing, singing. Like I said, do a nice little drive with some good music and just have a good time. What you doing, EB, on your spring break? What's your activities? Uh, so if I'm doing any of the three that I mentioned, um, just put my, put my feet in some water, put my feet in somebody jacuzzi, somebody pool, something along those lines. Probably doing some slightly risky, like nothing too crazy. Like I'm not jumping out of a plane again. I'm not, but I haven't been like parasailing, so I wouldn't mind that. Um, on those type of waters where it's clear and I can see under, I don't mind hopping on some jet skis or something like that. Like I would say something along the waters and then some just great food, like wherever it's at, just make sure that the food is great because that makes all the other stuff just, I don't say meaningless, but it makes it just that much better. Like I can go get a massage, go get a pedicure, Ooh, yes. kick it. Like it's those type of things where I want to fully, I want to fully be engaged wherever I'm at and experience the culture as much as possible, but also make sure that I'm relaxing. That's why I wouldn't want it a heavy loaded of activities, but I do want to say, Hey, remember the time we went X, Y, or Z, right? We were in Hawaii. We were in Zanzibar. We were in Aruba. And I want to do that. That's why I don't like doing stuff that I can do here. That's why I haven't, like, I know people go to, like, either St. Pete or Clearwater or Miami or to Key West for, like, parasailing or those type of things. Nothing wrong with that, but I just would prefer to do that in, like, an Aruba so I can connect those memories. Cause I don't know what else, I can't tell you what else Aruba has. I know I say, I want to go there, but I know I want to do something on the water or like zip lining over the Atlantic, right. Or over the Caribbean sea, something that different where you're like, Oh, that was really cool. So mm. anything that's, I guess, water related food. And of course, some form of massage and pedicure that takes me to a time of relaxing. And then um, being in those places with different cultures and I say different, di more different than American culture, I would like some form of um, artistic expression. So like a musical concert or a jazz show, even if it's a restaurant that plays music or have live performers, something along those lines that give it a, a nice little, nice ambiance, as some would say. You know what? Scratch everything I said and give me everything EB said. I take what he's having. <laughs> I love a water sport. I love a little adventure zip lining or something. I would do those things. And see, this is why I tell y'all, EB needs to go into the planning business because he didn't set up, he didn't took all the things that I didn't even know in my mind and heart. A massage, he's speaking my language. He took all those things out of my mind and heart and said them. And see, I wasn't even ready. This is why you, this is why you got to do this, EB, on the side. 
I need a discount or a free, you know, because I'm the one that said this, the ideas, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk more offline. Just send me a location. I got you. <laughs> All right. So lastly, I want to ask you guys, are when you vacation or spring. Me, but skip you oh, like it was I, nothing. Just skip oh, you. Well, I didn't, I didn't got no answer. skip you, no, friend. I thought you said yours because you were saying you want to hide. You want to do all the things. I'm sorry. If you have something to add, please do. We we want to hear all the things. I'm now sorry. Listen, I, I'd be the main one complaining when we when we be over an hour. And now I'm like, <laughs> let me say more. <laughs> but I do have more to say. Just to kind of piggyback off of, well, side note, Evie, I have harsh feelings against Aruba because even though my biological father did not raise me, he uses his experience in Aruba as an excuse of why he won't get on a plane. I'm like, sir, you're living in D.C. I was living in North Carolina. We were only three hours away. You can try. But September 11th, he got stuck in Aruba when all the flights were like not. And I'm like, that's not a bad place. And he was like, no, no. And since then, he doesn't fly. So I'm like, Aruba, no, forget you. Uh, but all the things you talked about doing in Aruba, I love. I just want to say that spring break is a time to do those warmer activities. While I am very much a mountain girl, like we've just had winter. We've just been in the snow. We just mm. got through all of that. So spring break is like that breakout time. It's like your little, your little tiny appetizer for summer. So anything that's outdoors and warm weather, water, and all that, that's, that's my ideal. You know, when you said that, Sabrina, the appetizer for summer, I feel like our spring break probably was like my version of what people normally do on the summer in the summer because most of my summer was spent at camp. So I wasn't really traveling or doing any of the things that people probably other people probably do during the summer. That probably would have only probably happened that spring break time. And now I will go on to uh, the, my last question. When you travel spring break all the things are you a so do you prefer to go solo do you prefer immediate just immediate family or would you like extended family or are you like bring all the friends bring all the people what do you guys prefer for me it depends on where i'm going and what are we doing i'm not super i'm not super opposed to busy weekends or busy yeah. trips or busy weeks i won't say that because if you know me or if you've heard me talk about different trips on this podcast you know sometimes there's a lot of stuff like dang i thought y'all was only there for three days how did y'all pack so much in you know you want to have a full experience but if it's birthday time or if it's anniversary time then it's just me and my spouse it's no reason for i love my homies i love my friends i love other people but it these, this just not the time for you. If we have a pre-plan where we say, hey guys, August of 2022, we're taking a friend's trip. You know, I'm the type where I say, where are we going? Boom, it's set. Somebody looking up flights, somebody looking up car rentals, somebody looking up places to stay. You kind of delegate different tasks to different people. And then I will be the one to say, hey, by May 31st, if you don't have your deposit for X to this person, I'm assuming you're not attending anymore. Because what typically happened, because what typically happened in group trips, everybody says they're going and then a person like myself, and I'm assuming a Sharika and a Sabrina as well, you're budgeting saying like, hey, six people are staying in a house, they say it's $300 that mean for the week, I mean, it's $50 a person, you know, right? And then nobody pays and then come July, oh, I'm sorry, something came up, I didn't get the days off, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And I was like, but now you're messing up my budget. 
Because now I have to decide, do I back out as well and be the bad person? Or do I say, now I have to forfeit $100 for the trip because so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so said they couldn't make it. Mm. So I'm that type of person where I don't mind traveling with friends, but I also travel with friends who I know who means business. When I say, hey, cash at me, Zell me, Apple pay me, it's going to be taken care of, right? Or when I say, do you have the room? Is it going on your card? And you can kind of get some of the responses of what type of people you deal with when you start saying, hey, you handle the room, I'll handle the car, we'll split it in in half, whatever it is, right? Where they know they have a responsibility. But sometimes, and it's not wrong, if you're listening and this you're one of these people, that's your business, by all means, two thumbs up to you. But for some friends, friends group, it's a person who want the hotel or the rooms or the Airbnb or the house in their name. They want the rental car in their name. They want it like they like that sense of control, empowerment, entitlement, whatever it is. And if that's you, two thumbs up for you. But I can tell you most places I've been, you can have the room or the hotel most times, depending on what type of room or house you're getting. Cause I'll easily say, I'm not staying there. I would prefer to, I'll pick my own lodging. But for rentals, I usually get that cause yeah, I ain't gonna even tell you all my business. I'll tell offline to my peoples. Um, but you standing for, on them, EB. We standing on them. No, not that. I'll tell y'all <laughs> later. I'll tell y'all okay. later. It's not about something. But okay. I'll usually do my own thing. But I also like to get out of the airport where I'm not worrying about who's picking me up. I just go get my rental car, right? Because sometimes some people, some people like right now tonight when we record it, y'all don't know this because y'all just listen to the episode. But I was like five to ten minutes late, and I felt kind of bad because I'm like I try my best to be on time, right? Y'all, not y'all, Sharika and Sabrina. I'm talking about y'all as in the listeners, but. I don't like to be late. So I don't want people just be waiting outside of the airport on the curb where somebody's like, where, like, where's my ride? Now I'm debating mm -hmm. if I should just go ahead and get an Uber to where we're staying at. So I would say it depends on who the friends are. And when it comes to family, I love my family, but we haven't taken any family trips in probably maybe a decade or so. It's been probably a decade where we've taken a, a legit family trip where everybody was together. Um, and I don't even call that a trip. It was like a decent amount of us who went to Haiti and I was for a funeral. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like a family trip. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really travel with family. I love my family and my family know I love them and they love me. But I, I don't know if I can be in close quarters with them for a weekend. Like I go to Warner Haven these days and I spend like two or three hours and I'm already ready to go. Just because it's always drama and chaos and love and joy and happiness and other people getting slick and myself getting slick and us not being on the same page and all types of stuff. So yeah, most times just me and my wife and other times me and my wife and friends. Sabrina, what about you? Uh, I agree with BB on like certain, like the anniversary, I'm never gonna share that. Uh, I love so many people in my life that that's like our time. But any other time, I'm down for whatever, especially because I have some friends who are amazing planners, and that is not what I am, that's not my my strength when it comes to a vacation. I kind of just want to show up and do the things and have the options. So love a friend trip and all the fun memories, and I've had some great trips with my family, like car rides going to New York in the summers, and one year, probably within the past seven years, we all got a, a little... Um, cabin in Gatlinburg and we spent Christmas there and it was just beautiful so love the times with my family friends or my spouse that's awesome now that being said I like to have my freedom so when I get there if anybody's like oh we're all going to do every little single thing and there's a packed schedule that's when I'm going to deviate and going to be like uh, let's not travel with them either. <laughs> if they feel some type of way because
for me i um i i'll just start i love a family trip i love a friend's trip i haven't done enough friend trips i need to do more of those i but most of my trips i spend with family especially because well visiting family one a uh, few years ago actually a couple times now i think 2018 and maybe 20 15 or six, 14 or 15, we went on family cruises. And that was great because everyone can be there. We all had dinner together. You know, we had several tables because it was a lot of us. But a cruise is nice because people can do their own thing. Hey, if you want to meet at the golf course or whatever, you can. But hey, if you want to stay in your bed, you can too. And we'll see each other at dinner. But then the rest of the day, everyone can go and do as they please. Or if they want to go toward the island at the stops, you can do that. So that has been fun. This year, uh, actually, when my family was visiting in town, I said, I thought, you know, we, I was thinking we should do another family trip. And I, like EB was saying, like, sometimes you only seem to get together at funerals. And I remember my uncle um, the last funeral we were at said that he was like, you know, we need to make more time to get together because it, it just seems like we're just getting together at these sad occasions. So I was feeling froggy and I sent this group message to my family. I was like, hey, would you guys want to do a family trip? Would you want to do it all inclusive? Would you want to go on a cruise? Would you want to go get a little cabin? I think it was three or four things I said. And then, I, and then people sent their little things back, what they want to do. And then I said to my mom, who's going to plan this? I feel like now I'm responsible and I don't want to be because like you, Sabrina, I, that's not my thing. I just had the idea. And then I was like, uh, am I now responsible for planning? So y'all, I don't know. Maybe I should send, I talk to EB offline again and see if he can help me figure out what to do because now I'm stuck. But anyway, I love a good family trip because we don't live close to family. So it's nice to see family. I was, I love a trip with my spouse but I haven't done, I was just thinking recently, you know, we haven't really done many trips together because like I said, we live so far from family. So when we actually do take a trip, we usually go and see the family that we don't see often. So I'm, I'm realizing that I need to plan more things to do with just my spouse. Cause I do love those times. Sometimes I think, well, we're always together, but you know, it's nice to get together. even oh, I know yeah that's what I was thinking it's good to be together outside of our house and just get away from the work and all the things so I need to work on that that's something I need to plan because I do was thinking man we haven't been on a trip just us and I I don't know since our honeymoon have we been on a trip that's just us I can't even think about any anything that we've been on just uh, since we got married over five years ago so that's not good we got to work on that so that's something I do want. I did want to go somewhere for our fifth year anniversary. Um, I did want, my goal was to plan a trip, but guess what? We bought a house unexpectedly at that time. So then we couldn't go on a trip at the time. So, cause we literally had just bought our house. So, or we were just about, we were closing on our house that, that same month we, as our fifth year anniversary, which is still a beautiful uh, anniversary present a house. So, but yeah, I need to work on doing more spouse, spousal trips love a trip with family, love a trip with friends. Have y'all ever traveled solo? I've never gone any, like not outside of like a work trip. I've never just traveled leisurely for um, by myself. Have you guys done that? 
Leisurely, no. Work, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Define by yourself because I've definitely done a couple of trips by myself, but when I got there, part of it, I reached out to someone. Like a lot of it was going to New York when I was in college because as you guys know, I was in a school of theater and dance. So you can take what we call the China bus to New York round trip for $65. So mm -hmm. I do that all the time. And sometimes I stay with just friends who are doing the Broadway thing or whatever. So mm -hmm. I, I liked it then, but now I just have so much fun with my husband. I would be like, oh, I miss him. I've been doing that now. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I would ever, even when I was single, I don't think I'm, I would ever travel alone. I think I would just be too intimidated and scared. And like I said, because planning an itinerary is not my thing. I would be like, where, what am I doing? Where am I going? So I don't think I ever planning a trip by myself is something I would ever be interested in doing. But I do know a lot of good friends of mine that love a solo trip. They, a friend of mine a few years ago went to, I think she went to Italy by herself and went to different parts of Europe. Another one of my friends planned another trip to uh, go uh, in the next few weeks on a trip by herself, you know? So yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are into the solo trips. I uh, just not my thing. So it's been nice doing the spring break vacation talk with you guys. It's given me a lot of ideas of things I need to prep and prepare for my future because you know what? Spring break isn't just for the kids. It could be for us too. And I need to get on, get on some of the trip planning. So I encourage you guys to take some time for yourself as well and enjoy yourself a spring break or maybe a fall break or whatever it is, but make sure you take time to enjoy life. We all got to work, but make sure you enjoy your life and do fun things as well. Amen. I do have a quote for you guys today. It is from somebody that I've talked about previously on the pod. I'm not going to mention his name, though, because I don't want people who just are so anti him to, like, not dive into the words that he said. And I know I said I was going to use those little cards and blah, blah, blah. But I saw this today on the socials, and it really resonated with me. And I think it'll resonate with some of you guys as well. And this is a quote that definitely comes from the Christian perspective. So to those of our listeners who are not Christian, just take what you can and take what you will from it. All right. It says, God wants you to unlearn your limitations, unlearn your limitations. Whatever you have told yourself is the stopping point of what you can be fails to factor in the limitless God who is living within you. God's name is I am, and he will not be confined to one category. And I was like, sir, can you please leave me alone? <laughs> leave me alone. Can you get out of my mentions? Because part of like my biggest struggle and frustration with the Lord when he transitioned me out of the season I was in was like, this is who I am. Like everything in my life has led up to this. All my education, all my experiences, all my spring breaks, right? They've led up to this. And like, if you, if you were transitioning me out of this, like, what does that mean? Well, who am I going to be? Like, what was all that hard work for? Why did you put this passion in my heart? But I really feel this so true. And I know it's not just for me. I feel like a lot of us have these limitations or what I thought was limitless or just like these ideas, these boxes of how your life is supposed to go and which, which thing is your thing. But guess what? Unlearn that because as a Christian, your limitation is God's limitation and his limitation is limitless. He can change you. He is never changing, but you can change. And we should, we should be 
honestly, it can be such a good thing. So I just want you to like think to yourself, what are your limitations? And then unlearn them in the name of Jesus. Evie, what are you expounding on today? I am expounding on the great state of Florida. You guessed it. I don't even know why you thought I was going somewhere else with what I was expounding on. Um, I like looking at stuff that happens in our great state. And I also like to acknowledge not only the bad things, but also sometimes what we would consider or deem the good things. Now, if you know me, you know that there is about little to no chance that you're going to hear out of my mouth good things that comes about from our current governor, Ron DeSantis. But today, Today, as I was doing research for our recording, I was like, what in the world is Governor Ron DeSantis trending for today? But today, believe it or not, I would say as a avid learner and as a student of life, he did something good today. Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a bill to require all, not some, not one, not five, not 10, not those that want to, but all high school students in Florida to take a financial literacy class in order to graduate. And this class will include lessons on credit scores, managing credit card debt, types of bank accounts to open, and how to file your taxes. Now, I don't know about you, but if you think back to your high school and you think about what you are doing today or what you need to do day to day to be successful, where it's like, did high school or college train you or help you do what you're doing today? For some of you, I'm sure you'll say absolutely it did. For others of you, uh, not so much. Others of you, you might be in the middle and be like, yeah, it did. Or some might be like, I don't know what it did. I was just there. I got my diploma, got my degree and I'm out and I'm figuring it out. But I'm just thinking about, I wish I would have known as a high schooler, because I think I would have engaged in this class a little more than I did in my economics, American government and English four classes. But if you, you was talking to me about credit scores, how to file taxes, managing credit card debt, or the types of bank accounts that people have, right? Or the type of bank, bank accounts that I, as an individual, should open. So when I saw that, I was like, you know, I sometimes don't give him, I guess, positive words. But today I was like, my dog did something good. And I say my dog as in just a reference of the guy. Um, he did something, what I think he did something well, him and teachers and everybody else. And also shout out to him for, I think he just recently signed like a $800 million bill in Florida as well to give all teachers right, a pay raise, a starting pay raise, and to give all veteran teachers, I want to say whatever that increase is, is either double or slightly double, not double like, hey, you went from 45000 to 90000 Like, if the starting rate was like a 1.5% increase, he gave veteran teachers 3%. And I think they dubbed the term veteran teachers for teachers who was teaching for a minimum of five years. And I started to look at it, and I was like, oh, snap, maybe I can dive into teaching now, because the starting salary is a little better than what it was before. So that is what I expounded on today. And that is what I have. So hopefully, not only Florida, but all of our states and all of our world find ways to educate our students in the things that they would have to apply for their life day in and day out. So for me, I don't know about you, I'll go ahead and give my recommend. So when I think about financial literacy, when I think about helping people manage their debt and credit cards and type of bank accounts to, 
to open up, I am going to recommend you guys to our friend, our sister, um, Maggie Charles. I'm going to recommend Charles Financial Solutions to you guys. Um, she's probably one of the greatest financial coaches that I know, where her goal is simply to empower people to eliminate debt, grow savings, and build wealth. Hopefully, you find a way to tap into her. You can catch her on at least Instagram, Charles Financials Financial Solutions. Charles Financial Solutions. So that's what I got to recommend for the people or charlesfinancialsolutions.com. Sharika, Sabrina, what y'all recommending? BB, I love that so much. I went through literally six hours on the phone yesterday trying to get my retirement accounts transferred from one uh, organization, I guess you'll call it, to another. It was so confusing just because I didn't know what to do. And I, a lot of people on the phone didn't know what to do. I got it figured out, but I literally said to my husband, like, I don't know if I said it. I, at least I thought it. I think I talked to him about it. Like, I wish they taught this in high school. They need to teach about the different 401ks, 403b, a 401k, that's a designated Roth, an IRA, a traditional, except all this kind of stuff. So I, you know what, shout out to him for doing that. And thank you for, you know, informing me of that. Because that and the teacher thing, that's all right with me. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let's keep that insane energy. I don't know why yeah. I started talking because I know I don't have my recommend right <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, that. yeah, I mean, I think that is great because even like the taxes thing, like I, if you ask me to do my taxes under duress right now, I'd be like, uh, I, I, I can do, I can't. So, you know, shout out to my uh, uncle who used to do it for me a long time. And then my husband who'll be working it out. But yeah, a lot of these things that we should all know. And it, we should be taught that at that young age, especially when these young people are getting ready to go out of, you know, whether they go to college or they leave high school and become adults, they need to know, know, learn how to manage credit cards and things like that. And um, so, yeah, I agree. That is really great. I'll give you my recommend. It is, um, it is for a movie on Netflix and let me just give you a little hint. Y'all better get over to Netflix now if y'all on somebody else's account because Netflix is about to shut that sharing account stuff down. I don't know how they're going to do it. They're about to cut that off. So if you still sharing someone's account, hurry up and get over there and watch The Adam Project. My husband watched that the other day and it was a nice little movie. I really enjoyed it. It, said, it's, um, it says, after an accidental crash landing in 2022, time traveling fire... Um, Time traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his his twelve year old self for a mission to save the future. It was a very cute movie. It had a lot of family themes in it, and I and it was a little action movie. So I encourage you guys to watch the Adam Project. It was very good. I enjoyed. Trika, I'm gonna dive into that. I saw a preview for it, and it looked really cute. It um, was. I liked it. I wouldn't even say. It's cute. I mean, it's cute, but it's a good, it's a, it's a good movie. I want to, when you say, when I say cute, I'm like, I don't want to be like, oh, it's for kitties. I mean, it's PG-13, but it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And you helped me get my recommends because I am going to recommend H&R Block. Filing your taxes on your own has been made simple with them. I've been using them since, golly, I think since college maybe since 2008 when I 
had a little something something to start doing. But yeah, Sharika, if you did it with H&R Block, they just make everything so simple. If you have that little W-2 form or whatever else. That's Thank all we you. have today, folks. All right, and that's all we got for you guys. And I'm gonna leave y'all, of course, with the way that we usually close, but also with a quote by somebody who I admire and somebody who I look up to as we close out um, Women's History Month of this beautiful month of March. And it is a quote by Maya Angelou. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. So as always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. <laughs>